Good evening and welcome everyone. Tonight, Full Circle again comes to you prepared to do our part to raise funds for this important station. And we bring you the documentary film, National Bird, a new unreleased documentary film that takes a look at our secret drone warfare program and the sensor operators that control them. National Bird takes a critical look at what happens to drone pilots when they are overworked, overstressed, and still pushed to keep going. And it also speaks with survivors who live in fear of an instant out of nowhere, strike from the sky. On tonight's show, we'll feature excerpts from the film National Bird. We'll also speak with one of the producers and directors of the film, Sonia Kennebec. And of course, tonight, we will be asking for your support for KPFA and the Apprenticeship Program. That's tonight on Full Circle. We are your host. I'm Freewell and Franklin. And I'm Dennis Domenis Roos. And I'm David De La Gran. Stay with us. Good evening, everyone, and welcome again to Full Circle. Tonight, we are honored to be the first to bring you this unreleased documentary film, National Bird. A description from the website reads, National Bird follows the dramatic journey of three whistleblowers who are determined to break the silence around one of the most controversial current affair issues of our time, the secret United States drone war. At the center of the film are three United States military veterans plagued by guilt over participating in the killing of faceless people in foreign countries. They decide to speak out publicly, despite the possible consequences. National Bird gives rare insight into the U.S. drone program through the eyes of veterans and survivors, connected their stories as never seen before in a documentary. Its images haunt the audience and bring a faraway issue close to home. Again, that was from the National Bird website. And tonight, we are featuring this film, National Bird, in the hope that you can donate and help support us here at KPFA. And at the same time, be one of the first to receive or be one of the first to reserve this unreleased film. And for full disclosure, we will ship these out near the first week of April as soon as it is made available to us as it is still unreleased. Let's start tonight then with the trailer of the film National Bird. And remember, you can click or call anytime during the show tonight and reserve a copy. Do that by going to kpfa.org and click the donate button. Or if you want to call, the number is 1 800 439 5732. That's 1 800 Hey KPFA. This is the trailer to National Bird, a documentary by Sonia Kennebec. You literally just kind of hover. And you would wait until he walked out to the field to meet with some friends for something. And you'd blow him up. Drop a hellfire missile on him. Maybe we killed our objective. Maybe we killed a guy who we thought was our objective. You don't know. When I first got into the military, I was thinking it was a force for good in the world. I thought I was going to be on the right side of history. And today, I don't believe I was. 
I still have a top secret clearance, so I have to be extraordinarily cautious about what I can and can't say on camera. My job was to watch what's happening in the video, the drones, and identify everything. Adolescent near the rear of the SUV. That's deceptive. You get the opinion that you're at 10,000 feet, you see this photograph, you know what's going on. You don't know what's going on. You know what you see in two dimensions. You see someone die because you said it was okay to kill them. It's too easy. They just emboldened commanders. But the party began. Because there is no threat. Oh, sweet target. I mean, this could grow to get so out of control. Somebody downstairs was knocking at the door, and immediately both people at the door shoved FBI badges in my face. The Espionage Act is one of the most serious charges you can level against an American. That I'm probably going to get indicted and I'm probably going to get charged. I lost part of my humanity working in the drone program. It's a secret program. I can't just go telling the public what it is. What I can tell you is that to me, it's frightening. And welcome back to Full Circle here on 94.1, right here at the Pacifica Mothership in Berkeley. You just heard the official trailer to the film National Bird, a film by Sonia Kennebec, who we will be speaking with later in the show. And we here want to bring you important and relevant information and bringing you the documentary films like National Bird is one way we do that. The voices we heard in the trailer are the three former drone systems operators and analysts from the secret U.S. drone war and that of a survivor of a U.S. attack back in February 2010. Well, tonight on Full Circle, we're offering the film National Bird for a donation of $110. You can donate anytime online at kpfa.org, and that is a secure website donation. If you want to call and speak with an actual person, please do so now. 1-800-439-5732. 1-800-439-5732. That's 1-800-HEY-KPFA. We are asking you to play a part in KPFA, the radio station, to become an active member. And when you call during the hour of Full Circle, you're supporting KPFA and the KPFA apprenticeship program at the same time. That's true. And not everyone is going to be on the street out and protesting. Not everyone is going to be a reporter or make great, uh, be a great filmmaker making films like National Bird that open our eyes to things like secret drone wars. But if you are listening and happen to have the funds to share, you can be a radio activist and help keep this information flowing. Be a radio activist for us right now. Support KPFA at the same time. Give us a click at kpfa.org or give us a call. The number 1-800-439-5732 and that's 1-800-HEY-KPFA. Or again, Please donate securely online by going to kpfa.org. Be one of the first to reserve yourself a copy of the film National Bird. A film, The Intercept says, a new documentary explores the devastating effects of drone warfare on victims and whistleblowers. Beautifully constructed. Rising Up with Sonali, a show from our own Pacifica Network, says, National Bird exposes the underside of drone wars coming at a crucial political moment to help ordinary Americans understand what the United States drone program is all about. Washington Post writes, National Bird takes a deeply disturbing look at drone warfare, artful, 
profoundly unsettling. Kennebec may be newcomer to film, feature filmmaking, but her grasp of the material is accomplished. The Los Angeles Times says the collateral damage of drones has consequences in the documentary National Bird. Powerful cinematic journalism. So get online, donate securely, reserve your copy of this unreleased film, National Bird. Give us a click at kpfa.org or call 1-800-HEY-KPFA. That's 1-800-439-5732. Reserve your copy of the film, National Bird. And thanks to all those who have donated already. We know that KPFA is important to you and it shows your support. So thanks a lot. Let's move on to our next clip. Yes, um, as we said at the opening of the show, National Bird follows the lives of three whistleblowers straight out of the U.S. drone program. The three work in different areas of the drone program. And in this next clip, we will hear from two of the whistleblowers and some of their thoughts on the tasks they were performing and what that has done to their lives. This is Lisa and Heather. When I first got into the military, I mean, I was thinking it was kind of a win-win. It was a force for good in the world. I could actually help people. I could go places. I could learn things. There was nothing negative about it at the time that was in my thinking or in my consciousness. And, you know, I thought I was going to be on the right side of history. And today, I don't believe I was. on a DGS, a distributed ground system. As the name implies, I mean, it's a distributed system and it spans the globe and it eats data and it eats lots and lots and lots of data. This is global. This is getting information anywhere at any time shooting people from anywhere at any time. And it's not just one person sitting there with a little remote control, a little joystick, moving around a plane that's halfway across the world. That's not all there is. It's like borders don't matter anymore. And there's a huge system that spans the globe that can just suck up endless amounts of your life, your personal data. I mean, this could grow to get so out of control. And we're not the only ones that have this. This is going to be commonplace if it's not already. It's a secret program. And what that means is that I can't just go shouting off the hilltops telling the public what it is. What I can tell you is that to me, one person who worked within this massive thing, it's frightening. Okay, we find the beginning of this really long sentence. Sergeant Lang also spearheaded the emission security and accreditation process for four coalition computer networks enabling the exploitation of 2,400 sorties and resulted in, in the timely and accurate identification of 121,000 insurgent targets in support of operations, Iraqi freedom, and enduring freedom. Um, and then it goes on. Uh, that means that the system that I worked on 
basically identified 121,000 insurgent targets. It's 121,000 lives affected by technology that we control. And in this case, you're talking about a two-year period. So how many years have we been at war now? It's 12. Multiply, add up some numbers, and see what's really going on. Dear Lord, we thank you for this beautiful day. We thank you for friends and family. We thank you for everyone, everything that you have given us. Bless this food and nourish our bodies. Give everyone safety in their travel. Amen. I was an imagery analyst and a screener. My job was to watch what's happening in the video, the drones, the live video, of course, and identify everything. Another remote duty station, you'd have the pilot, of course, who's flying the, the actual aircraft, and the sensor operator who is moving the camera around. They were the ones that actually pushed the button. I do not push the button. I just identify what, what necessitates a button pushing. someone and fly away. We have to follow through. The bomb hit and wait for it to cool down a little bit and then you can see like the body parts. You can identify like that could be the lower half of his body and that could be a leg. And then um, sometimes you'll stick around and watch family come and, and get them or like pick up the parts and put their family member in a blanket and a couple people hold onto a corner of the blanket and carry them back to their compound. According to my mental health records, I was high risk for suicide because of um, the way I acted about my job. My psychologist called my first sergeant and he recommended that I be possibly moved to um, anything that um, wasn't involving watching people die all the time. And um, the first sergeant said that our team was undermanned and that they absolutely needed me to work mission. So he would look into it, but never returned my um, psychologist's phone calls, um, never gave him any indications that I was going to be moved to a better job. And I obviously wasn't. I stayed doing that job until the last possible moment when they had to let me out process because I was actually getting out of the military. So I guess that's the cost of a human life because the fact that I was on a suicide watch list and they still wouldn't allow me to do something else that might help me a little bit obviously didn't matter to the military. And that, that shows how much the Air Force cares about its intelligence troops. Welcome back to Full Circle here on KPFA. We are your hosts. I'm Dennis the Menace Roos with David De La Grande and Free Will and Franklin. Yep, yep. And what you are hearing are clips from the documentary film National Bird, a film that examines the secret drone United the secret United States drone wars and the soldier that makes it possible. And as we just heard, the toxic effects of doing the grueling and often gruesome job that could have on them. The voice you just heard was Heather, who was actually on a suicide watch list and was still kept on the job by her commanding officer. The first voice we heard was Lisa. 
And as she said, she worked in what's called the DGS, a distributed ground system. And basically, with some simple Google researching, we can see that in U.S. Air Force use of this system, it produces intelligence collected by the U-2 Dragon Lady, basically a modern U-2 spy plane. Also, the Global Hawk, Reaper, and Predator drones. And although the DGS is basically a complex, secure computer network, it is designated as a weapon system. The system is dedicated to the collection, then the rapid processing and dissemination of information, mainly images and live video collected from the drones and spy planes. And as we heard Lisa read the statement on her certificate, her system alone in just two years was responsible for collecting data and identifying 121,000 targets. You can get this incredible DVD, National Bird, for a donation of $110 by donating security online at kpfa.org or by calling 1-800-439-5732. That's 1-800-HEY-KPFA. That's 1-800-439-5732. We're just going to take a minute to get some people on the line. Show your support for the apprenticeship program and for KPFA at the same time. You can educate yourself and others about the secret United States drone program. Give us a call. Give us a click. KPFA.org. Give us a call. 1-800-439-5732. That's 1-800-HEY-KPFA. And I just want to let everybody know that Mary in San Francisco has offered us a match of $200. So um, we'll keep you up to date. We want to get a match out there. So that's two people getting the film. And we want to say a thank you to Susan from San Leandro and Norris and Sally from San Francisco for their donation. And um, you don't want to miss this film, National Bird. Find out about the extrajudicial killings, basically assassinations. The drone program is a program of hunting and killing in lands we're not even officially at war yet, uh, at war with, like Pakistan, Yemen, Somalia, Libya, not to mention Afghanistan, Iraq, Syria, and even our own U.S. and Mexico border. According to an article in Brookings as well as Asia Times, in February 2012, we even launched a deadly drone strike into the Philippines um, that was said to have killed 15 fighters of Abu Sayyaf an accused terror-linked rebel group in the southern Philippines. You want to learn as much as you can about this secret operation of all branches of the U.S. military. Army, Navy, Air Force, and Marines, they all have drone programs. Even the CIA has its own drone program, and don't forget the president's kill list. This includes the name of suspected al-Qaeda operatives, foreign civilians, and even American citizens abroad who are classified as senior-level al-Qaeda operational leaders that pose an imminent threat to the, to the nation's security, open to be killed without trial or due process. Thank you to all those who are on the line and on the on, online now. Let's keep the calls coming in, 1-800-439-5732. If you're listening online, you can donate securely on our website, kpfa.org. Again, the number is one 800 439-5732. We're going to give out the number one last time and actually encourage you to donate online, which helps helps us out. So click on kpfa.org and donate there or just call 1-800-439-5732. That's 1-800-HEY-KPFA. Hey, KPFA. You know what? Thank you, everyone out there that's donated already, but we're going to move on to our special guest now. 
And our special guest tonight is Sonia Kennebeck. Sonia is an independent documentary filmmaker and investigative journalist with more than 15 years of directing and producing experience. She most recently completed her first feature-length documentary, National Bird, which we are featuring here tonight. Welcome, Sonia. How you doing out there? I'm good. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for being on with us. We really appreciate the work you're doing. Well, um, we're going to get right into it because this film is really, uh, it follows the lives of these three whistleblowers. And following the lives of Heather and Daniel and Lisa, we see that they've kind of had a change of heart after working in the drone programs. And by the military's own admittance, they are struggling to keep enough drone pilots and sensor operators in the chair. Many operators are burning out from long 12-hour stressful, often gruesome work shifts. In fact, many drone operators are suffering from PTSD. Um, can you talk about what we learned from these three brave whistleblowers as it relates to their own uh, mental and physical health? Yeah, so um, this film, my film, is, is really about the people. Um, the people who are working in the drone program and the people in the target countries. So it kind of brings the humanity back into into this highly technical program. And what, um, you know, what the three whistleblowers, the veterans, are talking about is... Um, their experience fighting a war um, over a big distance. And, you know, it, while, you know, sometimes people compare the drone program to a video game, what is in fact happening is, you know, people are being killed. It's real. It's not a video game. And um, so the work they're doing definitely impacts the people psychologically. Um, we just had a clip of, of Heather and her job was especially difficult because she had to analyze the live video feed coming from the drones and basically make a call. You know, this person is a civilian or this person is a terrorist. And her call, um, you know, her decision then might, you know, have led to a um, to the bombing of a group of people. And then, you know, she had to kind of, you know, stick around and the drone you know, loiters and, you know, she had to watch um you know, people like relatives coming in, you know, collecting the body parts and even, you know, sometimes um, doing a funeral. So, um, so she would really, um, you know, see the reality and, and the full impact of the drone war. And while, you know, no one is trying to compare the experiences um, of the people who work in a drone program with the experiences of, you know, combat soldiers, um, it's, it still is, you know, it still has a really big impact on everyone in my film. And in fact, Heather, um, who was herself on a suicide watch list, she lost, um, you know, some of her friends, fellow airmen to suicide. And I think, you know, part of the, the experience is really, you know, of course, you know, being involved in, in killing, being involved in the real war, but still being in absolute safety, being, you know, based in the U.S., and um and and that was you know very very hard for them because lisa who actually was you know had been in in her career she had been deployed in combat zones and she says you know actually being in safety and you know being involved in in, in killing people um is is really you know you, you it's really hard because you can't even justify it with any self defense you're not protecting yourself and the people around you um so that for her was especially hard. And then also, you know, 
going to work, doing these twelve-hour shifts, you know, on and off, and then um, going home and you know to your families, to your kids, not being able to talk about your experiences, and not even you know to a psychologist if they don't have the security clearance. Um, that is is really you know re- it's really hard for the people working in it. And I believe um, watching the film, I think you could see it on their face and the looks in their eyes. You know, they don't like they're sleeping much for one thing, and you could tell it has a toll. Well, let me talk about um, the closeness with which you follow um, the subjects of the film, um, the the sensor operators, before we move on to the victims and stuff. But sticking with the three subjects through their daily lives, sometimes at work, sometimes at home, even in Daniel's case, to some protests that he goes to. And the beginning of his turmoil with possible prosecution under the Espionage Act. Um, what do you get and what do we get from a film brought to us, the viewers, uh, when you make a film in this way, closely following your subjects? Yeah, I, I really you know, wanted to you know, tell the stories of the people directly involved in a drone war. And, of course, you know, always the people in, in the target countries. Um, this is a global war. And... Um, and what I really, you know, my goal was to bring the humanity back and um, and show this is not just about technology. It is also, you know, there are still people flying the drones and there are people affected, uh, you know, affected by the bombs, but also by the surveillance. And, and that's what I wanted to do with the film, to really um, follow very personal stories. This is Dennis the Menace Roos. Um, through mainstream fictional films such as A Good Kill, starring Ethan Hawke, and An Eye in the Sky, starring Helen Mirren, we learn to anguish. We learn to anguish with the plight of our overworked and stressed-out drone operators. Even in your documentary, National Bird, we feel for them and their life and death decisions they have to make, and and the toll it takes on their personal lives. But there's another end, a receiving end of this weapon. Talk about why it's so important to travel to Afghanistan and have the voices of the victims speak in your film, National Bird. Well, it is, you know, the, the drone war, even though it's it's fought, um, you know, through over screens and, um, you know, it, it in, in articles it's often compared to, you know, as people are, sometimes people are writing as a video game war. Um, that's not what it really is. Real victims are dying, and civil- civilians as well. And that's what I'm I'm showing in this film. Um, you know, we we really. So we were first following Lisa's story, and Lisa actually she's one of the veterans in the film. She had a over 20 year career in the military, and what she's doing as part of her story is. She she wants to travel um, to Afghanistan and to places like Afghanistan to understand what you know what is really happening on the ground. You know how how the weapons um, how this weapon system that she was a part of how it affects the people and um, sort of bridging the gap that technology has created. And so we follow her in the film and we go with her to to Afghanistan, one of the places where, you know, that was part of, um, you know, her missions. And um, yeah, and we we get to know the the victims and the survivors and and their stories. And those are all um, civilian survivors of a U.S. airstrike. And it's, 
it's very moving what they are telling us and they really want to have a voice and um and and they really wanted to share their stories with us and actually without any hate or anger what was it like traveling to afghanistan making a film about drones were the people who, who were there people who just wanted to speak to you and tell their stories or were there was folks uh, reluctant to speak um they actually it, it the people who i spoke to have been you know directly impacted by um drone strikes or family members of them um they they really wanted to talk to us uh, actually you know one of the first things um the people um, my interview partners said to us was you know thank you for um you know giving us the opportunity to share our stories and even during my research um when i spoke to other um you know family members of civilian drone victims they they said to me you know not having a voice not being able to share your story is is almost like you know being in a prison and um and you know having a voice is something really valuable and important and i think we should always remember that and so yes when when i asked um people when we did, when we did our research and we wanted you know we asked them if we wanted to share their stories um they were very very open to do that and not just the men but also the women um actually are speaking out in my film openly in front of the camera wow well, well can you also talk about the stress they're experiencing um, the fear that at any moment a rocket can come from the sky and kill them or their family. What are what are we seeing on the ground in the target areas? Yes, they, it's it's very um, disturbing for the people in you know in countries targeted by drones. Um, not just people who are you know even directly impacted who have witnessed a drone strike or have been in a drone strike, but but other people um, as well. And we we really realized um talking to the afghans um and also people you know in other countries i think you know afghanistan for me um was always one example um for a country affected by drones but you know as you said before many other countries are affected iraq um somalia pakistan and yemen and um and so the people there are very informed about what drones are they um they understand um you know what drones can do how they can you know how they have cameras and how they can watch them and that drones are also you know what people sometimes um in in the west mistake um these drones are very large they they are not like a consumer drone with a camera but they actually carry bombs you know three or five hundred pound bombs and um and so you know the people in, in the target countries are very afraid um you know we've heard that children are afraid of the skies they they don't want to you know play outside anymore and actually i i think it also changes um the cultures in some of these countries because um you know people understand they they can be watched and um you know just watched and surveyed you know all the time and so and you know in the past a lot of life in 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 these countries was taking place outside you know people kids are playing outside you know people are you know working in the garden and um and yes you know it i i think it's actually changing the culture when people are f- afraid to go outside i think you could see this is franklin again um i think you could see like sometimes a look in the the people's eyes there when they look at the sky that there's something there um 
Well, let's move on a little bit. Uh, the drone program is out. It's known to the public, yet most of it, like all war machines, the drone program is still really shrouded in mystery. Um, what are you hoping to express in your film, National Bird, to the viewers? What is it that you wanted us to see and learn? Mm-hmm. So the reason I made this film is to create more transparency and bring more transparency into a drone program. And, you know, this is an educational film. It, it doesn't have a narration. It really is just told um, by the people directly impacted, the veterans and the survivors, um, because I, I didn't want to, you know, put my own voice in and tell people what to think. But I, you know, I, I wanted to give voice to the people who usually don't have a voice. And and it's also, um, you know, the subject, the issue is not black and white. It has a lot of, you know, shades of gray. And, um, and what I think is important, though, um, is that we understand um, and get more information that we, you know, understand what the drone program is, how it works, um, you know, it might affect us some days. I mean, you know, drones already are flying in the U.S. And um, and so it, it really is a film um, meant to educate. Um, and then, at, you know, at the end, I, I hope people, you know, make their own conclusions, you know, discuss the issue. Um, I, I really want to, you know, maybe spark a discussion. And we often have, m- you know, many hours of Q&A, of Q&As um, at our public screening. So, um, you know, I've been seeing it really trigger something and, um, and, and raises also, you know, just a lot of thought and questions. And that's what I really wanted to do with this film. This is a journalistic exploration. Yeah, I think it's working. It's got people talking. I've noticed it um, in the area around here before. Right after I started researching the film and getting ready, an email blast went out that there was a screening uh, around the corner in Berkeley, so there's a lot of interest in it. Um, Well, you mentioned something about we will be affected by drones, whether it's far away or not um, at the moment, but everyday people like myself, my family, and most Americans are so far removed from the drone wars. what, in your opinion, what does it mean to us here at home? What impact does it or will it have on my life, on my family, maybe my future kids or grandkids' lives? Um, do you feel like these chickens are bound to come home to roost one day? Well, um, what I also really try to explain in, in National Bird is that, you know, the, the drone war is, not just drones are not just about um you know dropping bombs but um a big part of um the program is surveillance and um what one of my subjects um lisa what she was working on was this you know gigantic dgs system what you were explaining earlier the global surveillance system behind the drones that is a web it's classified itself as a weapon system and it sucks up you know endless amounts of data and and you know collects it and stores it and um that's something that is already affecting us um drones are being used in the united states already um for surveillance purposes and so um you know i think you know we we all should be you know concerned about that um and and or at least discuss it publicly because it is a huge intrusion into our privacy and um and and then you know in terms of you know weaponized drones 
Um, the United States is not the only country using drones. Um, um, you know, Britain already is very you know closely working with the U.S. Um, Israel is developing or has you know has their own armed drones. Um, China, Russia, Iran. Um, I've even heard um, you know read stories recently about um, ISIS. Um, actually, you know, modifying consumer drones with and to make them, um, you know, to turn them into weapons. So, you know, this, this technology, like all weapons technologies, can be turned against us. Well, Sonia, and sorry, my name is David. So, watching your movie and, and seeing all, we see Lisa and she tells, talks to us about how scary that whole surveillance program is, and especially like you mentioned, you know, like in the wrong hands or something like that. But, um, you know, we're looking at your movie. We're looking at this uh, this film that you made here, and um, I'm looking at you know the the scenery of it. You have some very spectacular shots in there. Uh, I wanted to ask you a little bit. Uh, tell me about the team um, that, that that made this film. So um, it was actually made by a pretty small team. Um, you know, independent documentary. Um, you know, you, you you don't. It's not like a what movie or so not at all so in fact um um the small team was my um, producer Ines Hofmann-Kanna she was you know basically behind the scenes you know um running everything um you know making sure that when my director of photography and and me traveled to Afghanistan that we had you know the right insurances and um you know doing a lot of logistics um and um and the financials of course and and then also because you know we actually um didn't have even a production assistant or so on 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 our team so um it was really just Ines and me you know running everything um she was also a big part you know for me and you know supporting with the research and that bouncing ideas off of her like she she has been you know my real production partner in this and then my director of photography who I've worked with for over 10 years um Torsten Lapp I think as you said you know he did an incredible job and you know just capturing the humanity in everyone and um and really um you know saying so much through his imagery. I, I really hope when people, you know, watch the DVD that they will pay some attention to the cinematography, which has a lot of meaning in itself, the way the pictures are framed. Um, we we often turn a camera around and, you know, watch and observe um, the, the protagonist and the way they observed other people. And, um, you know, as part of their jobs in the drone program. And I think you really, you know, did an incredible job in giving the images meaning and then um, my editor, Maxime Gudicke, who is so respectful in, um, you know, using the imagery and, you know, making it, yes, suspenseful and, and moving, but, but still always having a respect um, toward the people in front of the camera. And then, the, you know, my um, composer, Enzat Rudolf, who, you know, did an incredible track and I that's also what I would like to ask people you know to pay attention to when they watch this film is that the sound um, has also so many layers and meanings and um, and so you know this was a real collaboration I directed and produced and yeah. did all of the research and um, and yeah you know this is a, this is a word like a labor of love because yeah. it was very important for yeah us. really yeah, you know the 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 film the film is amazing. The music score is awesome, but you know 
Um, and I definitely look forward to you know your future films and uh, if, you, if, if you're going to be continuing working on the issue of drones here. Uh, but finally, you know at KPFA here, you know we're big supporters of independent media, including film, um, and we feature many interviews with filmmakers, uh, especially appreciate films you know such as National Bird. Uh, in your opinion, why is it important to support independent films and us KPFA Independent Media Community Radio? Well, I, you know, I became a journalist and a filmmaker because I strongly believe in um, the role of independent media in a democracy. Um, we need to hold our, you know, governments accountable. Um, it's part of, you know, we are informing our society, you know, the society we live in. And, um, and yes, you know, I think accountability and transparency, freedom of the press, freedom of information are, um, yeah, the backbone of a democracy. And, um, and, and that's what, you know, that's what you and I, you know, do. That's why we're doing our, our jobs. And um, yes, we absolutely need your, your support to do that. And um, my film um, received major funding from um, the Corporation for Bro- Public Broadcasting through um, the Independent Television Service, which is actually you know, an organization that is Bay Area based. And um, this film, you know, I've, I've said it many times at screenings as well, um, this film wouldn't have been released um, you know, last year, so timely, um, you know, without that ITVS public television support. And, you know, they really believed in it. They funded um, this project, you know, since development, um, all through production. And, um, yeah, you know, I, I mean, we've been educating so many people now. We've been doing educational screening. We've been going to colleges. I've been even invited to military colleges. And um, so it has a long life. And yes, you know, I, I really hope that, um, you know, the people who, you know, are moved by, by this film, you know, appreciate the work of independent media support us. Sonia, we're going to have to let you go. We're running out of time, and we want to play one more clip. And um, we really appreciate your film, National Bird. We really appreciate you um, coming on the show tonight, Full Circle. And we're going to give out a list of the local screenings that are coming to the area and definitely direct everybody to our website, kpfaapprentice.org, where you'll find a link to National Bird's website, the trailer, all the screenings across the country, and more about the filmmakers and the team. Sonia, thank you very much for being with us tonight, and we hope to talk to you again before the fun drive ends. Maybe we'll get you back on. Thank you. Thank you so much. So much. Thank you. Good night. We appreciate it. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you. Good night. So we were just speaking with filmmaker, producer, and director Sonia Kennebeck. Um, we were discussing her latest film, National Bird. Like I said, we'll link to her website on our website, kpfaapprentice.org. There you could also listen to our past shows, get links to other interesting websites and articles, see pictures of us and some of our guests. And also you could download an application because we still are accepting applications, um, kpfaapprentice.org. And tonight we are offering the film National Bird for a donation of $110. But, of course, we appreciate any donation we can get. $25 will allow you to be a voting member in KPFA elections. The number, real quick, 1-800-439-5732, 510 
510-848-5732. But really, give us a click, kpfa.org. Get yourself a copy of this film, National Bird. Learn about the secret U.S. drone program and the effects it's having on our troops. And we're about to go to our next clip, but we want to let you know that we appreciate any donation we get. If you can't afford to donate for a copy of the film today, the film National Bird, donate what you can and then get out to see one of these local screenings coming to the area. A couple of those, by the way, pen and paper ready, uh, Smith Raphael Film Center in San Rafael, California, on Monday, April 3rd, 2017, 12 p.m. Rialto Cinemas in Sebastopol, California, that's Monday, April 10th, 2017 at 1 p.m. and 7 p.m. The Rialto Cinema in Elmwood. Oh, no, sorry, sorry. The Rialto Cinema Elmwood in Berkeley, California on Wednesday, April 12th, 2017, 7 p.m. These are all free, free community events. Yes, those are all free community events. Um, Give us a call, 1-800-439-5732. Give us a click kpfa.org. Those are all free community events, but we are offering you the chance to reserve your own copy of the film, National Bird, 1-800-439-5732. And um, we're going to move on to our next clip right now. Um, What you're about to hear are the voices of victims of an attack on a convoy of students, um, families, and other travelers. The attack was February 2010. Um, here it's woven with a reenactment of actual radio transcripts of the strike. It shows the role of the drone sensor operators, gunners, and that ground troops play. And also the, whole, the horrifying role that the helpless targets play as they go through the motions of their daily lives and suddenly find themselves under attack. Our reasons for traveling such a long way is so that the world community can hear our voice and be able to learn about our helpless situation so they can see how this brutal attack has destroyed families and has wounded, maimed, and killed them. That's why we are here. I was a student and wanted to continue my education to become a doctor. I wanted to do something positive for the future of my people and society. We were a group of students, some sick people and travelers who wanted to visit family and friends.
There's a rest area on the way where we stopped to pray. We got out of our cars, men and women. After our prayer, we left. That's when we heard the sound of a plane, but we couldn't see it. There were two black helicopters, and it was also a white plane that made a bing sound. It, it was hovering around us. We often hear that drones can see everything by day and by night. That's what pains me. You can see the difference between a needle and an ant, but not people. We're sitting in the pickup truck, some even on the bed. How can you not identify us? Do you not see that we're travelers, women and children? We were horrified and panicked. The vehicle stopped and we got out. Then they hit the vehicle behind us. The men said that the woman should get out of the car. We thought that they would stop when they see women, but they just continued bombing us. Машина, сами 
This is the car. When it stopped, my husband tried to get the children out. Full Circle here on 94.1 KPFA. Again, you just heard another clip from the film National Bird, a film by Sonia Kennebec. Our gift to you tonight for a donation of $110. And in that horrifying clip, we just heard the horrifying story of a group of survivors who amazingly made it through a U.S. attack on their convoy. Unfortunately, although they survived, the woman whose voice you heard lost her four-year-old son and a seven-year-old daughter as well as her husband. Her other son survived but lost a leg. And all the survivors lost 23 family members in the attack, including the children. That's horrifying. And de- definitely that movie, uh, National Bird, is one that just you, you just have to watch. Um, so, some facts about, about drones here. Uh, whereas... President George W. Bush authorized approximately 50 drone strikes that killed 296 alleged terrorists and 195 civilians in Yemen, Pakistan, Somalia. Obama has authorized 506 strikes that have killed 3,000 terrorists, the 400 some odd civilians. That number is actually higher as they come from a January 2016 um, New York Times article and uh, some other things is that um, President Obama assassinated four U.S. citizens with drone strikes, uh, started a covert drone war in Yemen, escalated the CIA drone war in Pakistan, and President Obama ordered 10 times more drone strikes than Bush. And uh, according to the Bureau of Investigative Journalism and their coverage of the drone wars, here's some other current statistics. There's been about 2,016, uh, that's a minimum, confirmed strikes, 6,000 to 8,825 total killed, um, 700 up to um, 1,300 civilians killed. Now, this is like one of the horrifying statistics. There have been 200, possibly up to 305 children killed. And I think that's just in uh, just in Pakistan or just yeah, in one country. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure exactly where that all comes from, but... I, just those numbers alone, wherever they come from, are pretty horrifying. Um, some things that we also do is we use a controversial method of the double tap strike, a practice where one strike is launched followed by a second strike hitting those that respond. Um, this is a controversial as it often kills civilian responders and rescue workers. And before I go on, I want to give out the number real quick, 1-800-439-5732. Get yourself a copy of the film National Bird. And let me just give out a couple of thank yous. Um, thank you from the Sea Ranch. Oh, excuse me, wrong spot. Um, thank you from San Francisco. We've got uh, San Jose, El Cerrito, 
We got people calling from Oakland, from Antioch. Hey out there, little mister, bun bun, all you guys. And then um, we also have my mom. Thanks, mom. She's also in Antioch and my sister, Steph, my mom, Roberta. But also uh, Martha Quinn from Oakland. Thank you. Susan Watika. Thank you from San Francisco. And... Um, that's it for now. But um, the number again, 1-800-439-5732 or 510-848-5732. And click on kpfa.org and hit the donate button. Now that this remote killing technology has been handed to Donald Trump, who will he target? Give us a click online at kpfa.org. Make a donation of $110 and the film is yours. That breaks down to... How much is that? How much is that? I want to do the math. Oh, what? For uh, $110 a month? Uh, if you break that up into 12 months, that would be um, less than $10 a month or a little over $10 a month. About $12 a month. About $12 a month. Okay. So, so you can call 1-800-HEY-KPFA. That's 1-800-439-5732. Give us a call. 1-800-439-5732. And just let me say thank you to Mary for that match earlier. We made it. We have just a couple minutes left, and we still have one match from Laura in Oakland. Um, $200. Can we get two more people to get the film? 1-800-439-5732-510-848-5732. Click online at kpfa.org. You know, the film National Bird really shows what it's like for the pilots, the sensor operators, as well as the victims. And this film could help educate you, your friends, and your family on what's really going on with these secret drone wars. And we're going to try to make this $200 match. Let me give out the number again, 510-848-5732, or you can hit the 1-800-439-5732. That's 1-800-HEY-KPFA. And we feel that by standing with us here at KPFA and their apprenticeship program and coming together in an organized way to help support this station and the information we bring is your way of standing with folks, standing with folks like Code Pink, Veterans for Peace, the Water Protectors, the Drone Based Resistors. It's a way that you can say, yes, you, the producers of the, of the film, you, the producers of Phil's Full Circle, are doing the right thing. And I will stand up for you by making a donation to KPFA. Get what? the DVD. 1-800-439-5732. Hey, KPFA, 1-800-HEY-KPFA. We got 30 seconds left. Give us a call. Give us a click. Um, big thank you to the controls, Teresa Adams, uh, Miss M, the production, uh, or Joy Moore, the production consultant. Miss M, thank you for executive producer helping out in the room. And Darlene in there being technical assistant. And a big thank you to my co-host, Dennis Ruse, David Delegrande. It's just about 8 o'clock. Stay tuned now. for.